I'm Greta Kavia, host and founder of Masavanda Has a Podcast. To really help the podcast grow, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to us today. Thank you. To begin with, welcome to the process of creating Zoria. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Tell the people what you do um, and like how you are creative. Okay, so um, I'm a singer-songwriter and a music producer, and I also make short movies as well. And um, and yeah, it's basically what I'm doing creatively. It's a full-time thing I'm doing, and I'm feeling very very blessed that I can actually express myself in that way yeah. so yeah this is me welcome <laughs> okay, well thank you for for allowing us into your world um okay so what made you say I want to do this I want to explore my creativity I, I think that started one day when I was a kid and uh, you know MTV music television yeah. when it was actually music television back in right? the days do, do you remember that <laughs> it was reality tv yeah yeah <laughs> i think like you know like teenagers now they were just like what do you mean what is mtv they don't know actually what is the shortcut mtv from you exactly, know exactly <laughs> exactly oh my gosh wow but that was that was the first um moment in my life when i realized that wow this is actually something what i want to do this is like these people, those artists, the singers, this, you know, musicians, this, this, these are people I want to be, you know, someday. <laughs> I just fall in love with music and all of these beautiful images and personalities in, in, uh, in television mm -hmm. and how much creativity they give to the world, how much they express themselves, you know? And that was something that spoke to me and touched me very deeply. And I was like, I actually get it. You know, this is something that I feel. This is something that I, I want to do as well. So that was the first moment when I realized that. And music was something I had in my life, like all my life, because my parents, they were very musical. My dad was playing, playing drums. You know, my brother was playing piano. My mom was singing as well and writing poetry and stuff. Poetry and stuff. So that was always somewhere around me. And it just got into me one day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It was just like natural thing. So it's like, that's so beautiful. I love the fact that, you know, you, you've had it within your family um, growing up, but then it's also like something crazy, like you're watching MTV and you're like, oh. <laughs> because, you know, it's, 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 it's this attraction, you know, yeah. it's just special, amazing attraction. And especially, you know, when you're a young girl and you see those, you know, like rock and roll gods, you know, there's a beautiful black, you know, curly hair or white yeah. bleached hair, all of this outfits, spikes and stars and jewelry. And you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, what you happened can, like, to you me. Can your fantasy. I love that. Exactly. I love that. If you had 25 hours in a day, yeah, how would you want to spend that that extra hour that little extra that 25th hour how would you do what would you do um i th i think i would spend more time on mastering my music and learning how to master my music yeah 
because now I'm doing everything by myself, but I still need some help to mix it properly and master it properly. And mastering is everything, let's be honest. All of these levels and everything that makes the song sound as it sounds as the end project, you know? And um, I think I would do that. Because definitely that's the that's the thing that I, yeah, yeah. I need more time for, yeah. Nice, that's I love what I would that. do. Real professional. Um, if you're a superhero, Zoria, I think I already like. Do we even need to like? I feel like you already are. Like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, would be, <laughs> what would be your name and like? What would be your superpower? Oh man. Um. So definitely, I think I would be someone um, sharing a flat with Harley. Harley Quinn. Nice. Probably. Super. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think we would be like sisters, honestly, you know, we just like, yeah, you know what I mean? And um, I think definitely someone like that. With the name, to be honest with you, I I think I would be something in between being creepy and serious, you know, like, um, I don't know, which from, which from the South East yeah. or whatever, you know, something yeah. like that. So it's I very mysterious, that. but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, that sounds serious sounds serious yeah. like you're, you're, let's you let's be careful with her you know <laughs> exactly exactly you mean absolute business I love that I love that um if you could if you were to lose all your memories what would be the last one you want to to like keep hold of oh, that's sad <laughs> I know, I, know. Um, I think I'm gonna stop asking it because every time somebody's like to me oh Alzheimer's and I'm like that's not what I meant <laughs> No, it's actually a very good question, you know, because that makes you think, you know, about all of these values you have. And mm. it's just like, if you have to choose only one thing to just, you know, stayed with mm. for the last few moments, you know, yeah. before you lose your memory. Um, I think I would never want to forget my parents, Aww. you know? Yeah. I like what you did. I like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, because that's beautiful, right? Like, I think I would be the same. I wouldn't want, like, everything else I can kind of forget, but it's literally that those, my family, you know, that, that's the one last thing. I just want to be like, okay, yeah. Because you only have one family, you have only, you know, one set of parents. You know exactly, I mean? exactly. <laughs> I think it's quite important, you know, everything else is just like, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I can do without it, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Like, we can do without this and that, but, you, like, your family and friends as well, because some people, you know, they, they're closer with their friends. So I think it's, like, your loved ones is the one thing you yeah. possibly be like, you know what, no, I'd rather lose everything else but that, that memory. Um, so let's dive deeper into your creativity and, and how you create and everything else. Um, so when I, when I, when I followed you and I, and I kind of went through your, your Instagram, I saw, like, yeah. Your bio. You what say. was your first thought? Like, what did you think? First about of all, it? I was like, <laughs> I love the freaking color. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I love like, it's like overly saturated. And I didn't know what I was looking at, but I freaking loved it. I The one image that stayed with me that made me think, you know, what, I'm going to message this woman and hopefully she replies. Was <laughs> you dressed as... um like uh not victorian like an elizabethan queen exactly exactly 
it's it's perfect you you actually get it you know what i mean because that was actually an outfit i made this outfit by myself and uh, that was actually inspired by elizabeth the first queen of england and not many people get it so i'm actually so happy you did it (laughs) i loved it i was like oh my gosh i want i want to know more and alt pop specifically that's the genre that you've written um in your bio i want to know what does that mean how do you represent it and how do you kind of you know reflect your creativity and your personality within that genre yeah um so i i think it's i think it's very new thing you know and you know pop genre it's something that have has its own definition but i think that changes with time and with different generations because now pop music is something completely different than it was when like we were teenagers you know what i mean and um and alt pop is something very rebellious you know so it's not something against the classic Mm. pop genre you know pop music it's just something that gives a little bit more um like it gives you bigger expression of things not only about your image and how do you feel or who you are but also about everything you think about and how would you like to you know what what kind of an impact would you like to have in the world and music in general and i think it's um i think it's something very different i think if i would if i would describe it like in one sentence i would say it's just so different and yeah. it's very free as well so you can do whatever you want you can look however you want and it's also something that like people usually people that create alt pop they're very alternative people so they're like emos and punks and goats you know and people who who still listen to heavy music but try to like mix the genres Mm -hmm. you know properly Mm -hmm. and i think this is what i'm trying to do and for me personally alt pop is is yeah is that yeah so you can be yourself and you can be colorful like um you don't have to think about how people perceive you you know because sometimes you know like even even like every every day when you go outside somewhere to do like a simple shopping or something I see people look at me I see people judge me you know and I absolutely don't care you know because you know you do you do you I do me you know everyone is different it's absolutely fine and also I know how I look like so it's not like I will be yeah, I was just surprised. Why do you look at me? Like, yeah, I don't look like a proper, you know. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> you're like, so, you're um, both bitch. <laughs> you're saying, oh, are we allowed to say bitch? That's that's yeah. cool. I was like, I, I wanted to say that before. And I was like, yeah, may, maybe I should use some different word, actually. I, <laughs> my thing is, I try hard not to swear because I'm like, oh, but then it, it comes. And then I'm just like, yeah, I've done it now. Yeah, yeah it's fabulous. <laughs> I mean, it's really fabulous, you know. No. It gives, you know. It, it helps you to you know release the steam sometimes without killing someone 100 <laughs> percent. sometimes yeah you just need you just need to say oh for fuck's sake and yeah, it just helps to. it helps yeah. <laughs> it helps oh pop you've said that it's you know alternative yeah and it allows you to be very much your, your true self um what can people expect when they turn on a Zoria song like is it completely like is there a, a 
a sound that is like specific to you yeah or is it very is it so different that it's like okay wow um, I don't know what I'm listening to but I'm tef- I'm definitely fucking with it like <laughs> let's go with this like what do we expect within within everything that is old pop and it's like you know you being you you've been not fighting against pop but including it with other things what can we find um so first thing you, you can't expect anything honestly <laughs> because you never know and that's the thing that that's the beauty of it you know because then when you create something you can be absolutely free creatively Mm. you don't have these boundaries you don't have these lines that you you have to be you know like afraid to cross because if you're gonna cross it it's not gonna be pop anymore or if you're just gonna go a little bit right or a little bit left it will be like okay i'm not a pop star anymore i'm not doing pop anymore who am i am i doing the rock music now or dubstep music now so um i think you can't expect like anything like in general because it's very surprising and the only thing that will be always the same and will sound the same will be my voice because i'm focused on a very very emotive expression you know, mm. something very colorful, sometimes aggressive, sometimes soft, but always, you know, very getting very deep into the subject. So it doesn't matter what the song is about. Even if you don't know English, even if you don't understand the words, let's say, you will mm. still feel the vibe and you will know like when it's like an angry moment, when it's happy, when it's soft, you know, when it's um, when it's something colorful, you know. Or when it's something just sad and very, you know, creepy and spooky. Because I, I like this, this aesthetics and yeah. uh, spooky and creepy is something I use all the time, yeah. all the time in my songs. So you would hear my, like, I think you would hear that this is me and my sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think it will be very difficult to put just in one box, mm-hmm. just in like one drawer, you know, with, you know, you can put it in my box with Zoria name on it, but yeah. You can't put it in like, okay, that's pop music, you know, yeah. because it's just difficult. You know, when I re- uh, released my last song, Burn the Witches, mm-hmm. um, in February, I actually got to some Spotify playlists, but also I, I spoke to some people, you know, like um, creators, playlist mm-hmm. owners, just to let them know that, you know, I have this song. If you like it, feel free to use it, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. And you know what majority of them, they were just like, you know what, girl, I have like 100 playlists and I have no idea which, which one is good for you. <laughs> In which one you will be, you know, it's like which one will be suitable for your music? Yeah. Because they listen to it and they're just like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, because <laughs> when I personally first listened to Burn the Witches, I kind of, I hope you don't take offense, but I kind yeah, of thought like, uh you know like um Florence and the Machine yeah I kind of got that type of vibe but then at the same time there's like this electronic sound and then it was like it was it was a trip I'm not gonna lie it was I loved it I absolutely (laughs) loved it but I was just like I'm not sure what like where if I was to create my own playlist where would I put this song exactly is is that in the creation of like us like burning the witches um or any of your of your work, what is the process? How do you get to the point where you're like, okay, and this is what I'm going to create? Mm. And is it a conscious decision on your part to be like, I'm not going to 
be boxed or is it just it's something that like you know you've kind of it, it happens like uh, shit happens you can't <laughs> box me. say something <laughs> you know like how does yeah. that work um so I always try to be very free in my creative process at the beginning I found it very hard because I try to try to put myself in some box I literally I'm I honestly telling you I tried to do that because I think that's a normal um thing for every artist um to like trying to be like someone but not coping coping someone it's more like um I want to be big as them Mm. so maybe I should do things like that like they do Mm. do you know what I mean and obviously it's a very wrong idea <laughs> and you that just can't get do you it. nowhere <laughs> exactly and you you can't have like two I don't know uh, Jim Morrison's to Jimi Hendrix you know you just yeah. can't have that you, yeah. you you can be only you there is only one you in this world yeah. and the sooner you realize that the faster you move on and create this beautiful persona that you you really are and you can let people to get to know you properly as who you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I never put myself in any box. And when I tr- when I create something, when I when I write a music, I I think I relate mostly on my mood in particular moment. So sometimes I have days when I wake up and I have a song like bum. Yeah, I have it. Oh my God. Why I didn't think about that sooner, you know? I will just yeah. do this or do that or this melody on the piano or this little you know, piece of, on the guitar or whatever, or this electronic somewhere, it's just coming to me, you know, and, you know, I always allow it to come, if that makes any sense. Mm. I never put these walls between me and the world I'm actually trying to create, you know, I don't want to be just, you know, squeezing through that small corridor there. I prefer to leave the door wide open. And then I'm just like, yeah, I see clearly what's there. I just need to grab it, you know? Does it make any sense? Make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> like it's sort of like it's a, it's instinctive for you. Yeah, it's not very much. Yeah, not manufactured. You are you are your artistry in those moments where it doesn't really work out like that, and you know the mm. instinct. You're not gelling with what 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 you what you want to create. Um, yeah. how do you how do you carry on how do you keep going or do you kind of just take a break sit down and just I'm gonna leave it and when it's ready it's gonna happen oh you mean like when I'm working on a song for example yeah 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 when you're working on a song um you said you do film yeah um usually I just prefer to leave it for a while and if I feel like doing something else at the time I will just start doing something else Mm. if I feel like doing it you know but I I always well let me just think about it I have those days when I just need a proper rest Mm. and I don't do any creative work at all because I need to reboot you know the restart the system just you know do normal normal chick stuff you know? <laughs> not just sitting in my studio and just you know putting everything together and thinking like what should I do now yeah um and honestly when I just relaxed you know when I'm relaxed when I relax this process it comes to me much faster and easier later on mm-hmm. so sometimes it's better to have like three days 
mm-hmm. and feeling you know like just just you know keep going keep doing your stuff you know but still stay very relaxed and 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 don't think as much as this you know process because when you start focusing your sorry forcing yourself to something you're like you're going nowhere exactly because you can't force that creative job is not like job in the office that you know you can put it deadlines you know and just like okay i have to this and this and this today otherwise you know i will be just you know behind it doesn't work like that you can try but after some time you will feel burned out like very fast mm-hmm. so sometimes it's easier just to leave it and or move to something you know move on to something else and yeah and sometimes like amazing stuff is coming out from it mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. lyric writing so you mm. write your own lyrics which yeah. is amazing um thank you <laughs> what is that process like oh, honey I've, i i once thought i could be a, a lyricist in my youth that went horribly wrong why well I do have moments where I think of like paragraphs and I just write it down because it's like a it's like a thought and I write but then to then for me to then put it musicians do something that's amazing you kind of you're poets but you do it in such a way that it doesn't read as some as you're as you're reading somebody's poem if that makes sense lyrics And a song is quite literally a poem to music for me. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Shoot me later. But well, like, I actually agree with you, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I, I overthink it. So I'm like, I write a paragraph and then I'm like, oh, but then then you think, oh, it needs like a chorus or it needs a hook. And then it needs this. And, it's, and, then, yeah. it's like, and then I'm like, oh, what kind of... Listen, no. I what think, you know, this, this is what actually... Um, just going back to this to your question about this alt pop and the pop and all of these differences mm. i think that is the biggest difference between a pop music and alt pop music yeah. that when you write your lyrics you're you don't have to be um attached to that much mm-hmm. to you know like verse one pre-chorus yeah. chorus middle eight mm. and big chorus at the at the end you know in in my genre and what i do is i just go with the flow Nice. Like I, I have this song "Dreams," the one that actually you you mentioned the outfit from, yeah, Miss Elizabeth and er, uh, era, yeah. So, um, so that song is like a big poetry statement about world that surrounds us right now and how people cope with you know reality we have right now, mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't have a chorus at all, and every part of it doesn't have no, and every part of the song is just completely separate statement they're all connected right because they're all at the same subject and they're all about the dreams and you know how we perceive this different realms we have especially when you go to sleep it's like we're dying prior to be reborn the next day you know mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the structure at all and i actually made a video as well and i remember people who watched this video they were like um they were waiting for something to happen and they were like it didn't happen but they weren't you know um they were very surprised but in a very positive way yeah do you know what i mean yeah like yeah so i i don't i don't fix myself on you know all the structures Mm. because sometimes i tried at the beginning and and sometimes that's very you know it's not very productive way to do things Mm. because Mm. then you as you as you said you have to think about it 
Yeah. You have to think using your logic to think like, okay, so this will be that and that this will be that. But if it comes to you like more naturally, mm. you can just go with the flow. And then in the process, you can actually find out that this part, that would be actually amazing chorus. Yeah. You know, and then you can just, you know, put all of these labels on it and just reflect it in your song. Oh, wow. I love that. No, I love that because there is there's something very pure about that 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 that, that way of writing because it's sort of like it, it frees like you're saying it frees you from kind of like the pressures yeah of of the norm you yeah. know like let's be honest when we think of pop music we think of like the Britneys and we think of the this and the that and yeah. all their songs have got a formula and it then that yeah. and, it's sort of like it trains the listener. What I find yeah. with your music, it trains me to try and understand actually where you're trying to take me. Because by taking away the chorus, I already don't have that thing that I'm going to be forced to remember because you don't repeat it every other stanza. So now it's like, because okay. It's like a journey, you know? Like for me, every song is a journey. So sometimes it's nice when you repeat some kind of, you know, experience you had and it's nice and it kind of keeps you going mm -hmm. but at the same time when you look at it as it's a journey you always expect something new and exciting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is what I'm trying to do I try to give more of this excitement and more of this surprise you know and there is nothing you can expect honestly because yeah. you can always find yourself in a moment of you know something completely different mm -hmm. yeah 100% 100% I love that let's talk about your visuals because I've already told you like let's, let's. countless times, but you, 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 like, honestly, so your visuals are some of the best I've seen. And oh, thank you like, so much. It's, like it's, it's amazing to me, and I'm like, who is her photographer? Because God, <laughs> I need that person in my life. <laughs> thank you so much. It's like you, you're giving me so many compliments, and I'm just like, if I didn't Look have this foundation, I would just so red now. <laughs> Thank you. No, I really appreciate that. It's it's amazing to hear that you appreciate it. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's really beautiful because that makes me, you know, think about myself that I'm I'm complete. You know, so oh, like, no, this you is what I wanted to do. That's where I am like obsessed with creativity and I'm obsessed with art. It's like it's in those moments where you you are just on social media or you're just walking down like a street and you see something and you're like, how? <laughs> and you want to know everything about that person. And that's literally what happened with you. Like I saw your little picture, your little um Avi, and I was like, oh, that's bright. Clicked on it and then I went <laughs> on your page and it was like information. And I was like, oh my God, it is amazing. And I want to know the process behind all of this. You know, I want to understand what made you choose your style, your aesthetic. Um, why do you, because your, your subject is quite dark and it's gritty. Like, like you said, yeah. like, you know, you, 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 can't, you, you do go for the dark side, but you don't yeah, do yeah. it in like, you know, ooh, I'm going to have zombies. It's really bright <laughs> colors. Yeah. You know, even your Elizabeth, like you didn't pick, the pretty Elizabeth you you took the paint and you she looks scary but it's bright and it's beautiful and it's well lit listen honey you did something how Thank did you so develop much. all of this how <laughs> did you become what you what you're now showing what steps mm -hmm. did you take what do you do um so I think 
like every experience we have in our lives i think they build us do you know what i mean and um i think all of my you know interests and um, the sense of the aesthetics i i actually you know developed during my teenage years and you know all of this time when you're learning about yourself Mm -hmm. and who you are and why you are this this person you know Mm -hmm. I think for me that was you know going very naturally Mm -hmm. and also I was always like seriously I was always very rebellious like I I rebelled against everything (laughs) against my mom's words against my father's words school teachers name it that was me I was like (laughs) no (laughs) nope that's not me um and i i think it was because from the beginning my personality was more about who i really am Mm -hmm. and i always was this kid in the family who really wanted to be in the center of attention if that makes any sense you know i liked it i always uh, you know learn all of this cool poetries i was going to this um festivals when i was you know performing i was dancing for so many years because my parents they were very crazy about you know dancing stuff me Mm. too later on but yeah let's leave it i can't dance now like at all (laughs) yeah but uh i'm yeah but at least i'm honest about it If you see me one day somewhere, you know, dancing, you'll be just like, oh my God, yeah, she was like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, but I think that's a very natural process for me to what I am on the outside, mm. it's who I am on the inside. You know, sometimes when people ask, like I, I actually know some people, when they first met me, they were asking me who I really am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, what a question is that? Like you don't know, you don't go to people and you just don't ask who you really are. Mm. No, because like I have a very colored hair, you know, and I Mm. dress a little bit different than other people. It doesn't mean that I'm posing Mm. to be someone or I'm fake or I'm just like looking for this attention. It's Mm -hmm. it's not about that at all. It's just, it's all about being free Mm -hmm. and being yourself. And it's, it's amazing both for your mental health and for the world that you live in, honestly. Because when you are free and you're yourself, you, you, you just don't have to force yourself to be someone else. And let's be honest, Greta, let's be honest. People in this world, they always want you to be someone, someone different, yeah. someone else. Like being yourself nowadays is something very rare, I think. Yeah. yeah. So this is what I'm rebelling against a lot. <laughs> I love that though I love it because yeah and it comes across because it is it is one of those situations where you're 100% right a lot of times people are always like you know be yourself but it's with the connotations of you can't do this you know be yourself but you can't be overly sexual be yourself but you can't be overly this like you can't be overly rock and roll you can't be overly masculine you can't be yeah, overly, yeah. there's always a but Whereas but don't you, you think as well, don't you yeah. think as well that when they say to you, just be yourself, like, oh, be yourself now, that already indicates you're not yourself now? Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Exactly. This is something that makes me, you know, think like, why do, why do you think? Like, I'm not myself. <laughs> why? Like, exactly. Do you want to know me for real? Look at me. <laughs> well, I'm real. I'm a human being. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. I'm real. I'm a living person. I, yeah. This is me. And what I put in the world, it's 100% what I have in my head. The world that I'm creating using my costumes and my music and my lyrics and my poetry and all of other creative work I do this is just helping me to express who I really am so if you see my video and you see that that let's say the persona I'm creating in that video mm. is this or this or that all of these personas I create they are me mm. And in every one of them, in every each of them, there is big part of me because I created that persona. I'm not trying to pretend. Mm. I'm not doing that just to, you know, make people like me or you know listen to my songs. It's obviously, you know, when you when you do the performance art mm. and all of this artistry, you have to be sometimes a little bit too much. Let's be honest. This is the business. This is the reality. You have to be. Mm. But as long as you are still yourself. And you're not creating completely different, you know, mm. person. You, you're not wearing like five different masks every day. Mm. You will be fine. Yeah. And everyone will understand you and all of your artistry and, and whatever you do will mm. just speak for yourself. Yeah, 100%. Do you find like sometimes though, because you said earlier, you create your own costumes, you, you, you make the music yourself, um, that it is quite you're giving too much do you sometimes feel like you you know you are you 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 have to hold a bit back a little bit so that at least you can still keep a bit of yourself to yourself or is it you're so invested in being this this creative this person that you are that you really and truly are that you're there isn't anything like I'm giving too much. You're actually not giving enough, maybe. Honestly, I I try to give the most I have. Mm. And um, I think I am perfectionist as well. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that's good. Because I don't think that's good. Um, but I, I think that helps a lot. Mm. Because many times when I do things, I really... I, I try to make them the best way I can. I always rehearse a lot. I always try different approaches. I always, when we make the video, we have to make so many takes because sometimes from like 20 takes, which for normal people, they're all right, they are cool. I would be just like, no, I mm. have to do it again because this is just who I am. And I think when I create something, mm. I think that other people deserve to get the best from me because this is what is all about. Let's be honest, right? When I do something, I need people to respond to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes I, I have the feeling I'm, I, I'm not giving enough, mm. but I also hear from my friends and my family and, and some of my fans that, I actually do, you know, like amazing job, but you know how it is sometimes when you're very yeah. critical to yourself, you'll be like, no, I can do this. I can do that. Let's do it again. Do it. Let's do it one more time. You know, even when I record the songs, you know, like mm. 
sometimes I, I, I will take like 20 different takes on my vocal, not because it was wrong, but just because I want to, like every single time I try to be better and better and better and better, you know? And then after like maybe 20 times, I was just like, yeah, maybe the second one was good actually, yeah. <laughs> like the best one, but mm. I tried. So I, I literally put my heart out. Yeah. For people, for, for my songs, for my movies, whatever I do. Mm. I just I just see it you know like I, I see the big picture mm. and I like to be like in the center of it mm. not because I'm doing too much you know or being too much it's just because I want to be I want to be someone that you can admire for the stuff that I'm doing mm. Mm. yeah I get that I get that um, sometimes when I work with someone they they people get a little bit annoyed sometimes because they they literally have to come to me and be like it's okay woman it's done <laughs> and i'm like but no we can try it again <laughs> like, no, it's done. yeah so sometimes yeah sometimes it is like that just one more, <laughs> just one more. yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. How, how do you kind of collaborate actually because we know creatives we're very precious beings we yeah. always want to be heard and we always want our idea to be used, which can yeah. then lead into, you know, somebody feeling like they've not done enough or somebody feeling like they're doing too much. How do you kind of keep keep sane, keep true to you, but be a good person at the end of it? <laughs> Honestly, I never, ha- I never had a problem with that. Mm. I mean, I, I also think that, the way I express myself, the way I dress and the way I look, the way I speak and sing and create, I think that attracts particular type of people as mm. well. Mm. So um, there are things that I'm very good at, but there are also things that I will never try. Like I would never rap. Mm. I would never do it because I just can't do it. And I'm just honest with myself and everybody, everybody else. And I'm not going to force the world to <laughs> listen to that crap. Yeah. Um, but I think that usually people that come to me or when I reach to them, we always find a common language. You know, we always have lots to talk about and we understand each other perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has a different personality. So mm-hmm. even when you are artistically, let's say type A of a person and someone else is type B. Mm-hmm. So like, in terms of your art, I think you will be fine with everyone as long as you treat it as something precious, something to build for other people as well, you know? Because as yeah. I said, we, we are creating worlds. We are creating different realms. We are creating completely different reality for people. And uh, I think you'll be fine if your art is on the same page. Um, and if you also can be very professional about it, even mm-hmm. if you're personally not clicking, you know, you still will be fine about it. Unless someone is an asshole and just, you know, try to put you down or just, you know, the worst thing that can happen is that other artists, when they try to show you they're better than you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the worst thing that can happen to you because that puts you in a very weird position. Yeah. Either to speak up for yourself or just be like, yeah, yeah, you do you, I do me, and just, you know, but it never creates good vibes. So it's always good when you're as open, as honest to yourself and others, but also when you try to find this um, common ground. 
Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I always say you need to leave your ego at the door. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I always say I don't have an ego. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, from psychological point of view, I, I don't have an ego. Because mm. I don't try to think in that terms at all. Because mm. when, you, when you involve your ego to stuff, doesn't matter what you do, mm. you're screwed. <laughs> like, exactly. There's always something, you know, that, you know, is going to just tell you, that you're not good enough or someone is putting you down or someone say this or did that and then you try to overthink this is what makes you overthink ego makes you overthink yeah and this is something he as you said it's just until you don't involve this mm-hmm. you'll be fine talking about just finding your higher self and everything else what makes you feel inspired other than you know what how what you create what what outside of that makes you feel like the best version of yourself what makes you feel like you want to wake up in the morning and carry on oh, that, that would be a very boring answer but i will say music <laughs> i think you I expected that. that honestly <laughs> i love that though no it this is, is like 100 percent my focus mm. this is something i live for mm. if not my music music in general Mm. I just can't imagine having a day without listening to music or Mm. watching some amazing music videos Mm. or, you know, putting myself, you know, to in a state when I can feel some kind of, you know, melodies or or lyrics or whatever that someone else created, you know, this is something that keeps me going like 100%. Yeah. Music. It's uh, you know what I do in my life is something I really love to do and Mm. I chose to do that you know I resigned from my career as a psychologist to do that consciously Mm. this is what I wanted to do and this is exactly the place I want to be and every time in the morning when I wake up Mm. this is what I have in my head it's Mm. it's very hard sometimes let's be honest we don't have you know like beautiful days sun is not shining every day yeah (laughs) it's sometimes very difficult to to do things but if i have it somewhere at the back of my mind mm. it always keeps me going yeah you know? yeah technology i found you through technology so for me it's a benefit sometimes yeah when it doesn't work like right now there's something happening like i don't know if you keep seeing my face going crazy it's because my screen goes black i, I actually I, I see you're right to be honest yeah like my, my, my screen goes black and I'm like, where, where have you gone? But I can still hear you. So I'm like, oh my God, okay. I'm just hoping that it's still recording because if it's not, I'm going to cry. I really am. But it, I think it is. I, I see this little writing. Recording. Okay, thank you. Oh, anyway, <laughs> see, I, like I told you, like something always happens and like I don't, ugh, anyway. But technology, how has it benefited you creatively? And yeah. how do you make sure not even make sure how do you kind of get your audience to connect with your sound your vision without actually being able to to be with them something has to be said about physical you know yeah instant gratification I mean is it like a like a comment how 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 do you create in the technological world so, um, like, because of this pandemic that we have now and lockdown that I hope is going to 
end properly soon because my June twenty first. My mental health is on the line. <laughs> if something happens, please tell my parents I love them. <laughs> if I have some big breakdown, um, I think because I'm not in a very good agreement with technology that makes mm-hmm. any sense. I'm very old school. Mm-hmm. I I love to do live gigs. Mm-hmm. I love to connect with people personally. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a very social person in general. So for me, it's very important to be around people, especially my fans and, and, um, and everyone who actually wants to see me or listen to my songs and etc. Mm-hmm. But now obviously we have to do it in a different way. So um, I, I work on Instagram. Mm-hmm. you know like I'm, I'm working on my instagram yeah that's that's better said i'm working on my instagram mm-hmm. and um, trying to create all of this good nice colorful content um just to make it a little bit more attractive yeah. i i put lots of stories on instagram as well just to you know you know i i treat instagram a little bit like a party if that mm-hmm. makes any sense yeah. so yeah. when someone is getting their instagram they have like a straight sense who you are and if you if you go to the stories stories and you can see the person is actually alive (laughs) right you you see the party going Mm. you're there you're in a house and everyone is invited and they can see your work you and you know whatever you you do Mm. and uh, i did that um i use lots of equipment as well to create my stuff so cameras, uh, MacBook, MacBook and iMac. I have a Canon camera. I have no idea what uh, what um, model, so I'm not gonna even try to lie, because I don't know. Uh, right. Ma- mics. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's a camera. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a camera. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it works. It's fine. Um, mics. I have a stage mics and podcast mics and mics to recording as well. Mm-hmm. I use Logic Pro to create my music, to put everything together. And um, I'm trying to encourage people to be more um, active on my social media as well. But because, as I said, I'm very old school and usually my my performances were the places where people could connect with me and see me and speak to me because I'm very open, you know, like I I really like to be with people. Mm -hmm. Um, Now it's getting a little bit, more difficult i mean it's getting difficult since like a year but (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's still difficult to encourage them to be as much active as they used to be Mm. before Mm. because for them it's new as well i know we live in social media world now Mm. but i think that depends what you what you're preparing your fans for Mm -hmm. or how you taught them to react interact with you Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, obviously I try to use all of this beautiful, you know, sparkly, magical comments, like, uh, please comment, please like, please share if you, yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy it or whatever. Like and, and subscribe. Because, exactly. You know, it's like, well, like every other yeah. bitch on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have to be. <laughs> no, I have to be. You know what I mean? It's This is how it, this world works now and yeah. because i create lots of youtube content as well i put mm-hmm. a video every friday every week mm-hmm. on my channel and um i try to encourage them to just be there and 
tell me how they do, how they like it, how they interact with that content. Mm -hmm. And what is very weird, I receive so many personal messages mm -hmm. because as I said, being that old school, I just prefer to do it personally. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I receive so many personal messages. And I'm just like, that would be so beautiful if you just put it in the comment down there, you know, so exactly. other people can see that and maybe relate with that as well. Mm. But, you know, it is what it is. So I try to be fair to everyone when I'm when I do whatever, like trying to announce my new song or my new video or something. I'm trying to be 100% myself, you know, and but you know how it is sometimes when you have it, when you're alone in the room and you have a camera in front of you. Mm. sometimes this different persona is just trying to slip in in front yourself and it's and then and then you actually find yourself being like oh hey guys please like and subscribe and I'm yeah. like I will never say that yeah. in a room of people please <laughs> like and subscribe me <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> that that is something I, I actually uh, find quite difficult but yeah. I know I may be very like I think I may be lonely with that and alone because I know some other artists they cope amazingly with that they mm. just like yeah you know but why do you have a problem with that it's easier now you don't have to go out there and have to do this live gigs and stuff and you just can you know put something on YouTube and that's fine and people like it and I'm like yeah but I do it to interact with people as well this is yeah. why I'm doing it. This is my art. I try to share it, you know, not just put it there and be just like, yeah, watch it. And whatever you think, just think it. I don't care. No, I care. I care what people think about my art because I create my art for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? 100%. That was a very long answer for your question. No, it <laughs> did wasn't. I even answer? I or I was like, <laughs> no, you did. You answered it. And then I know you said you do everything more, more or less by yourself. Um, yeah. I mean, but, I still, I still use uh, help of some people. Like when I, I mix my stuff myself. But mm -hmm. anyway, I send it. I have this guy. It's actually brilliant, um, uh, mixing and master engineer. He he used to mix and master tracks for Elton John, mm -hmm. for example, and Madonna. And he's still doing that to music industry. So he's like big deal. So I always try to send it to him anyway, mm -hmm. because he can look at it with his professional eye or just you know mm -hmm. listen to it with his ears and stuff mm. um but yeah I, I I still have to use help of others sometimes yeah 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 um what I wanted to ask was what are the benefits of kind of being independent and what mm. are some of the setbacks um and is is there something you know like there's industry norms we kind of spoke we touched on it at the very beginning when we were talking yeah. about the genre of music you were you you're creating but are there like industry norms that you yourself are determined to rebel against no matter what even if you get signed or you start your own label like you just know that's not zoria and it's never gonna happen yeah so don't even ask <laughs> yeah i have those i have, you know i'm a picky bitch i'm sorry there's you just can't hide it i am yeah. um love me for who i am <laughs> yeah but um definitely i would never use autotune in a way that is used now in pop songs mm. Mm. in a very you know like very big hits and i know it's a trend now and 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 people like it and and, and etc but 
for me this is something I would never do because I just don't feel good mm. in that kind of aesthetics you know uh, musically mm-hmm. um, and I think I would never try to change my image just because someone tells me mm. I would never do it but that just comes from my personality I'm just always like no because I always think I know the best <laughs> I don't know if that's good but this is how it is mm. and um, if I feel myself like that this mm. is me this I'm myself and I'm not going to change that for someone else I'm sorry I just can't do it mm. it's you just can't force me so mm. I would do that but um, because you ask also about how is it good or bad to be independent mm. Mm. Um, I think it's very good in terms that I have like 100% control over everything. Yeah. Over my timeline, over my um, songs, my lyrics, my image, my uh, releases. Uh, I have 100% to everything. I don't have Mm. to explain anything to anyone. If I do some, um, I don't know, let's say album cover and I don't have to be afraid that some big CEO will sit down with me and give me all of this talk. It's not proper, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't Mm -hmm. care about that. I do what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other side, I think when you're assigned, you automatically get more doors open. Mm -hmm. It's just my assumption because I've never been signed yet. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see how that, what happens, what future, you know, brings. But um as I observe different artists and I know some of them from the beginning when they were independent and then they were lucky enough to be signed Mm -hmm. to one of the big like major record labels let's let's say um it helps a lot it helps a lot with contacts I think with uh, with reach in the internet as well because you can they will push you in front of more people they have connections in different places uh, with different people you know and uh, obviously they have lots of money as well and I think in music industry that's very important because sometimes you can't uh, can't do some stuff because you just simply can't afford it mm-hmm. Let's be honest. And I think that's very difficult for artists because as we have sometimes a very specific vision of something, mm-hmm. we have to make it looking exactly this way or sound exactly that way. But then if you don't have enough funds to do, to, you know, to do it, it's like, yeah, you just have to think about something alternative because you just can't afford to do it this way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's better in terms of um, being signed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... As I said, yeah. it's just my assumption because, you know. Yeah, I I see it with, um like, podcasts. You you get, like, the ones that are, like, you know, everybody's doing it themselves. They're not really assigned to any of these new podcast um, Spotify-driven yeah, ones yeah. or yeah. Apple, whatever. And they have doors. I literally, we know, but ad revenues coming in and all that type of stuff. And yeah. when you're doing it by yourself, you literally are having to think about okay so how do I do this how do I mix that where exactly. do I put this and all that and and there's a beauty to that because it's like you said 100% all yours um everything but then for me it's everything is on my shoulders that's, the, that's the downside yeah you have no idea how many mental breakdowns I ha- I've had 
in oh, my really? life and i and i'm yeah i'm honest i'm just being honest with you mm. and everyone who listens mm. um it is really hard when sometimes you wake up mm. and it's the second day after your release mm. like you release a new song right mm. and you checked your spotify and you've seen that not many streams mm just came you know just people they just didn't stream it as as much as you expected them to stream mm -hmm. and uh, as a person who creates for people you know it's it's just difficult it's yeah. just difficult and then i think yeah as you said if you if you do have this help from these bigger companies mm -hmm. they do it for you yeah they do like majority of this you know administration stuff all of these bookings and everything they make they make the the conversations they sign the deals they, they do everything and you can actually focus on creating mm. so i think yeah that's the yeah. downside that you have that's, to yeah. focus on everything yourself that's yeah. true i actually didn't mention that but that's so important <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, honey child. um what's your most useless talent do you have one <laughs> Uh, I have one, but I don't know how useless is that because you still can do something with it. I can grab stuff with my foot. Nice. That's is it? Useless. I think that's so weird. Like my husband, he was so freaked out at the beginning of our relationship. He was like, what the hell? You can open that's the door with your foot. <laughs> <laughs> that's not useless. You know, my biggest, well, one of my biggest, I got many, but one of my biggest fears is like one day I'll lose my hand um, to something Why? like carpal tunnel. I don't know. Cause um, I, I don't, sometimes my, my, my hand goes stiff and I can't actually write or paint or draw or anything like that. Okay. So then I have like fear that one day it's just gonna go and my left hand is useless it's just on my butt like I... oh yeah because you're right-handed you mean yeah. yeah so this this, okay. is, this is useless <laughs> this this is aesthetic it's just there <laughs> it's a fashion accessory, fashion accessory. <laughs> this is the money maker right here so i'm yeah. scared and then i'm like so then what am i gonna have to do then my my, my friend was like well you just then have to learn to use your feet and i'm like oh so that's, that's not useless. This is this, yeah, this is the solution, I think short term. <laughs> but that could help. <laughs> so literally, that's not a useless talent at all. And I don't even think anything is a useless talent. I think everybody can use one thing that they do at some point in their life. Like Yeah, because talent talent is like by definition something that you can it's like it's very it's, it's very useful, hmm. right? Mm. talent is something that you can you can you know like cherish and i don't know you're right yeah there's like yeah there's no useless talent um was it harder for you to get started or is it harder for you to keep going which where do you fall in that um, spectrum 100 percent i was maybe not yeah million percent keep going yeah straight away straight answer starting is just one decision you make mm -hmm. simply you just sit down and you're like yeah i'm gonna do it i will be that and then you just have you know all of this time to figure out when exactly you will start but you make decision that you are doing it and you're doing it mm -hmm. when you have to keep going it it just gives you so much anxiety it's amazing don't get me wrong it's amazing it's a beautiful journey and 
you have to remember that whatever you do leads somewhere. You know, I, I believe everything happens for a reason and uh, whatever happens in your life that just push you further. Mm -hmm. So you keep going like naturally anyway, mm -hmm. but sometimes it, it's hard, especially when you have too much time to think. <laughs> no, <laughs> honey. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like the creatives, like kryptonite overthinking. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> th that starts from the small thing. Like, okay, so I didn't do anything creative today because I didn't feel like it. I, I, I weren't in the mood, blah, blah, blah. And then you just start like, okay, but then I didn't do anything you know, special in last week. And then what am I doing with my life? And then just like, you like, just kill me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's snowballs. Next thing you know, you got this big grenade of shame. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like shame. And then you go to sleep, you cry. And then it's like, <laughs> you sleep with your eyes wide open because you still can't sleep, but you will spend your whole night in the bed because it's a nighttime and you have to sleep. And then you just, you know, stand up in the morning and usually you're better. Yeah. <laughs> But it, I think it's it's absolutely normal to have this small breakdown from time to time, especially, you know, all of us, we have to release the steam. Yeah, Sometimes, 100%. You know, and uh, yeah, keep going is uh, absolutely uh, more difficult than starting, I think. Yeah. Um, talking about like the, these times, I'm coming out of lockdown. Yeah. What are you actually going to take away with you? What are you going to, and what are you leaving behind? What did you kind of walk into lockdown with? And you're like, nope, you are staying in lockdown. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I don't want this to sound wrong, mm. but because I know lockdown and all of this pandemic and this virus, it's, it's a killer, you know, it's nothing, nothing nice, it, obviously. But I think that I found some blessings in it mm. for myself while being locked down for such a long time. Mm -hmm. I had so much time to, to explore different areas of my artistry and to, you know, prioritize my life differently as well not only in terms of creating music but also in terms of my health my relationship my my family you know my friends mm -hmm. I think this is the most precious thing I'm taking out from it it just mm -hmm. showed me that nothing is forever and yeah. no one is forever and uh, we, we just have to remember it because people tend to forget about it and I was like that as well before the lockdown I was just like I'm doing I'm going blah 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 and I, I was never thinking about that our life is so precious and nowadays nothing is certain mm -hmm. this is the new reality we live in the world that we don't know anything anymore yeah and yeah. now it's absolutely normal that mm -hmm. people walk in the face masks it's absolutely mm. normal now that when I walk on pedestrian area, people walking towards me, they move away like, yeah. you know, two meters apart. And that's normal. A year ago, it wasn't normal. I remember no. when that started and, you know, prime minister just gives all, all of the big announcements and stuff. And he was like two meters apart, you know, blah, blah, blah. We have to do it and stuff. Mm. And I remember I was walking with my husband and I've seen people in front of me and I was like, what should I do? And it was so weird for me just to move away, you know, yeah. like take a step. Yeah, it was so weird. 
Mm-hmm. Now it's absolutely normal. Now I don't yeah. even think about it. I just do it naturally, yeah. which is obscene. It's something that you know. Yeah, it's like bittersweet, isn't it? It's quite. It is. It is. It's like oh, but it, I judge people who don't move away from me now. Like if I'm walking, oh, yeah, down, or if I'm in like the supermarket, and like yeah. I'm now making the move to to give, and then the person actually, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Um, if all barriers and constraints were removed um, from your creative self, what yeah. what what project would you do? And is it something that you would want to be known for? I would love to, really love to, um, have a collaboration with Michael Hutchins um, in excess vocalist which is absolutely impossible because he's dead (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but as you yeah you said if any obstacles were out of the picture (laughs) i think i think that would be amazing collaboration and and really crazy as well and he's my my biggest idol ever Uh and i think that would be something i would love to do and um obviously i would love to be known from that but not as the only thing mm. if that makes any sense like yeah, yeah i don't i don't want to be this artist you know like you have all of these um bands that they are known from one song mm. for one song you know like like europe the mm. final countdown right that was the nice final yeah. Countdown. yeah this one so it's a great song but at the same time do you know any other song exactly and believe me i i I live and breathe in this music Mm -hmm. and i still don't know it (laughs) so i would never want to be known just for that Mm -hmm. but definitely yeah this collaboration would be the one thing yeah yeah exactly that's beautiful people will say to you in music in anything really it's all been done before. There's nothing new. People are just regurgitating things that were done in the 80s and the 90s and the 70s. And, you know, how do you disprove that? I have actually some people in my life that usually they, they you know, because we always have this lovers and haters in our lives, right? And I have <laughs> haters some haters. haters. <laughs> oh, of course they do. Um and I, I know some of these people and they, they, they sometimes tell me that, oh yeah, but you know, like, as you said, like it was done before, mm, mm. definitely someone done it before and every, we've seen everything, you know? And I'm like, bitch, you didn't see me. Okay. <laughs> That's my answer. It's a simple yeah. answer. No, but honestly, um, I think I, I don't agree with that statement. Mm. I, I know what people mean when they say, it was done before someone's done it already mm-hmm. but i i don't think that's true like i'm sure this is not true actually because everyone especially in art everyone is doing things differently unless they are copies of someone else yeah which never you know survives that mm-hmm. you know long period of time it just dies before it really starts um, but I think what they mean is that we are just, you know, recreating this circle all over again. And mm-hmm. we are on this journey that, 
like let's say in fashion now it's very you know popular to wear hippie clothes from 70s this mm-hmm. kind of a fashion or from 90s i mean now we wear everything from all of this uh, you know different, <laughs> different yeah. decades but um but it's always a little bit different because everyone who even have an inspiration you know from years back Mm-hmm. They always use it only as an, exp- an uh, inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. And then try to build on top of that. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. This is why when some, ta- when some people, they try to compare, again, artists to each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, sometimes it's quite offensive, yeah. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Because if someone isn't obvious copy of someone else, mm-hmm. you just can't go to someone and say, oh, you're just like second Lady Gaga or oh, you're just like second Jimi Hendrix or James Hatfield. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it's very important for like us artists to understand that people are people and they just say stuff all the time. And sometimes they say things to hurt us or mm-hmm. they are jealous or they are just unhappy with their lives. You know, it's like when someone who let's say, don't know me at all, but put all of their frustration on me. It can't be about me. Do you know what I mean? Because they don't exactly. know me. It's a you problem and at that point. <laughs> exactly. It's your problem. You have a problem in your life and you just yeah. found me, this black sheep, and you will put all of your shit on me. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I don't even get mad. You know, I'm not even get angry or something. It's just like, yeah, just you do you, you know, I, I don't think about that stuff at all. So mm. sometimes when people tell me that, oh, it was done before, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it wasn't. Mm. Because if you, if, if they tell me that, I'm just asking them, okay, so show me now who's done this type of a song before. Yeah. Who's exactly. done this type of a visual before. Mm-hmm. Where did you see picture like that before? Sometimes when I do my stuff, you know, my husband helps me with this um, Photoshop things. And when we do some photo shoots, you know, creating all of these visuals and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes I tell him what I want to do. And he's like, yeah, but that will be so creepy. No one's done it before. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. This is why I'm going to do it. This is why I'm going to make it because no one's done it before. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I'm so obsessed about it. I really want to create something new. This is why I'm going very deeply into this alt pop genre, Mm -hmm. because I want to make something, something absolutely new. Mm -hmm. I want to be known for being the one who absolutely changed, you know, the definition of of part of the pop Mm -hmm. industry, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I I don't agree with that. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hate, like haters are gonna hate, and for yeah. some reason, if you become a creative, you kind of you for the you you now have to live with being critiqued. It's sort of yeah. like people just seem to think because they can't do what you're doing, they've got artistic license to just criticize, and it's yeah. like, who asked you? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like who actually sat down and asked you to 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 tell me that this isn't good? He was like, "Yeah, no thank one. you, but uh, no thanks." <laughs> you know, like it. Yeah, I'm I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, people love to do that. People love to judge. But you know what I found out that mm. that people that are mostly very judgmental, there are people who would never do it by themselves. 
they act like they know everything but they're like you know they would never be able to do that so sometimes it's just better to be like yeah that's your opinion i respect your opinion Mm -hmm. and that's fine unless someone is getting you know like into being very rude or offensive and i'm just like talk to the hand you know exactly that's the moment when i just block or you know delete the comment or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. listen the trolls (laughs) 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 um what's been the best non-creative advice that you've received and also what would you tell your younger self oh um okay so best non-creative that I received was from my dad who told me child don't take life seriously you're not gonna go go out alive from it Mm. I don't know if I said it right but I I mean the the meaning remains so yeah um yeah so that was the 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 non-creative one and you know what I would say to myself just be yourself sooner yeah that's what I would say to myself because um I struggled a lot at the beginning with you know with the fact how the world is perceiving me mm-hmm. and uh, I tried to be someone else at the beginning just because I was too afraid to come out and show you know people who I really am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've that took so so long for me just to open and be like you know what just no I'm just doing it just mm. no and uh yes yeah, so that would be the, the main advice i would give myself and just relax mm. because sometimes you know especially when we we're young and, and creatives it's always something that will make us nervous mm. you know or just anxious and it's not worth it it's just not worth it yeah i love i love how really and truly the advice your dad gave you and what you would tell yourself are more or less one in the same thing you know, mm. it is just one, and it's true. And I think every everybody needs to kind of re- relax. Listen, it's not everyday yeah. panic, and it's you know, it, life is not that difficult. You know what I mean? <laughs> and when you die, you don't take any of this with you. Yeah, and you don't know what's gonna happen on the other side. So you might as well try and live this life the most perfect way you can make it and be happy and be kind and that's about it everything else yeah. is kind of like it's yeah, ca- kindness doesn't cost anything but no. you know not many people actually respect that yeah you know? <laughs> literally and sometimes you know when you ask someone like the best way to show someone that there is so much focus on this you know physical stuff around which absolutely mm-hmm. it has no value like as you said when you die you don't take it with you right Mm -hmm. so so the best way to just show them that is to ask them what would you do if there is no tomorrow yeah what would you do with your life 100 everyone says completely different thing that they do every single day (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's that just makes people think you know and sometimes we we I, i think we as a people as human beings our brains are engineered in a way that we always need to have some problem because our brain works as problem solver you know we have the brain to solve the problems when we don't have a problem our brain feels you know Hmm. like like it's not existing so it has to create a problem yeah for us to you know yeah 
And as creatives, it seems like we're, we're natural problem solvers. And I think yeah. that's, that's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it's a detriment because what you find is a lot of people want to either abuse it because you're yeah. constantly thinking of ways of fixing things. You know, even mundane, everyday things, creatively, you can you can just think of something and just be like, why didn't I just do this before? And somebody yeah. who's quite logical and is not very like hands-on will be like, oh. so then they're constantly coming to you to, to solve all these problems for, for them. And it's like, you have to find a balance and you have to, don't take it too seriously. Don't take everything to heart and be happy. And if you're happy, that means you're doing something right because if, if exactly. you're constantly waking up and you're thinking to yourself why am i awake yeah. something you're doing is not right so you oh, need to change wow. it you know yeah <laughs> i know what you mean like so many people they're not happy and they just don't realize that <laughs> okay finally um you spoke of it in the um answer before but you know legacy is one thing that i think as creatives we kind of need to start thinking about and yeah. maybe building towards um what would you want your legacy to be and if like let's just say it's only books left with people's names on them what would your book be like what would be the blurb and yeah what kind where would would it be like your music where it's genreless or would you be like it's a it's a this is a comedy it's a thriller it's a it's a tearjerker like where where do you kind of see all of that oh legacy is very important for me and I think for every as you said every creative because when we create different worlds we want them to stay alive much longer than we are (laughs) let's be honest exactly and um uh I think what I would like my legacy to be is uh, all of my music and how much my music helped other people to find themselves within, you know, to open to the world, to show their personalities, not being ashamed about liking this particular type of music or food or clothes or fashion or different people. I would like my legacy to be something about, you know, releasing the freedom for masters, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something like that. And um, I don't know about the book, but I I think that that would be something about like, um, I don't know, the one that changed the way you look at music Mm. or something like that. Because as I said, I'm, I'm very focused on creating something new and that inspires me a lot. And that's just so exciting, you know, not to repeat all the same stuff. And uh, I think, yeah, I think that is important for me to stay. Yeah, I love that. Well, Zoria, thank you. <laughs> I really like how you say my name because everyone always say it properly in English, Zoria. And I'm like, this is Zoria. <laughs> it's like you want to be a vampire you know from like i don't know 16th century zoria zoria i love it i love it i love it i i I, I don't know i don't know how i'm going to insert it in something in my life but i i just yeah something is gonna have to be named that 
that I like someone, maybe a child of mine or something. I love it. It's a beautiful <laughs> name. I love you can what name it a means. plant, you know. I always <gasps> name my plants. Yeah. Nice name for a plant. It sounds very native, you know, like very raw. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, like you know, but thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you so um, much for today. having me. It was ma massive pleasure and an actually big honor because I, I know your podcast and uh, I listen to your different episodes and I'm so happy I could be a part of it. Seriously, I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. It's it's amazing. It's really amazing. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, before you go, let the people know where they can find you, um, where they can get your music. Yeah, plug yourself, honey. All right then. So, um, thank you so much for listening to all of my. Uh, crazy stories and answers and uh, you can find me on youtube on my official channel uh, zoria official you can find me on instagram zoria official and also on tiktok zoria official yes i also have a soundcloud under the same name yes nice. everywhere zoria official and one day you will wake up and you'll be just like zoria official, zoria official. In your <laughs> mind official zoria official. Official. exactly <laughs> we'll literally just like Sorry, official. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, official. No, thank you so much, honey. <laughs>